listening to episode 20 of Learn With Us. This is your host Nikos today with a special guest from Finland, Finland originally, called Topi Jarvinen. And he is uh, an entrepreneur and investor and he has uh, a company, which I will try and pronounce, called... Um, well, actually, you can pronounce it, Topi. On you go. It's Nestholma. Nestholma. Right. So I met Topi... Was it last week? Wasn't it at a conference? Yeah, last week. Yeah, in London. We met at the uh, the Finnovate conference, and he was a speaker there. That um, impressed me with what he was saying, and we made some we made friends, and uh, he was gracious enough to come on on our podcast here today. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and and what you do. Sure. Uh, yeah. And first of all, thanks, Nikos, for for inviting me. Uh, it's my first time in a podcast, so uh, it's it's kind of exciting. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but so so yeah. So Nestholma is a is an accelerator. We we arrange accelerator programs with uh, with large corporations, mostly with banks. Uh, and our aim is to help the banks to uh, um, to work with the startups and really do business with them. You know, when the uh, the events are over and the, all the excitement is over, you know what happens then. And so we come in and we help them to. Really put the pieces together, and but also to learn from each other, because uh, I think one of the key things is that uh, that both the uh, the corporations or the banks and the startups have a lot to learn from each other, uh, and and the way we do the stuff is that we help them to sort of uh, grow their business together, but also uh, by themselves, so that they can be uh, they can have a better f- future, and uh, and then for us as an investor. Of course, if we can make those deals happen between the uh, banks and the startups, it's it, it's the uh, the best possible uh, opportunity to be part of that, so that the startups have um, uh, better access to the market and uh, better access to the customers and and more insights from uh, from a big player that already makes money in the market. Wow! So you're you're quite established in your career and uh, entrepreneurship. So I'm just wondering, um, for people that are maybe a bit earlier than their and their 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 careers. What what was your academic background and early professional career like? Well, uh, that's a bit of a f- uh, sort of a funny story because uh, originally I uh, actually studied musicology. Oh. Uh, I did my PhD twenty years ago, ninety seven, I think, and uh, I, I was actually really interested in uh, in cognitive science and uh, and sort of computational models and uh, did a lot of uh, sort of what we would call data science today. And uh, and but but at the time I, I wanted to sort of uh, put that into use by studying music and uh, and how sort of people uh, use that and, and create music and uh, so so that gave me sort of a background in in a lot of the uh, sort of uh, uh, IT related uh, things like like programming and, uh, and and stuff like that and and I, and I did a lot of. Uh, websites and web development at the time as well you know the early stuff like like doing pearl and uh and and stuff like that and uh and then then i went to work for telco for for i think eight years and i did a lot of a lot of services there uh mobile services uh interactive tv all kinds of stuff like i think more than 100 uh products that we launched and um and then i, I ran a digital agency for a couple of years and uh, then, then my own startup. And wow. So, so a lot of things, and uh, that's why actually Nest Homo was uh, sort of founded, 
with my colleague uh, when we sort of looked at, okay, there are lots of things that from the big companies, small companies, they can you know learn from each other and they can work together. And uh, we had that background, so we wanted to uh, make that happen also also for other companies. That's, um, that's amazing. So that's basically where I want to be in like 10 years time or something. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Yes. Yeah, but we know, you know, it's uh, it's it's something like that you do. You you enable collaboration, uh, like like this podcast, and, and mm-hmm. enable learning. So I, I think that's really important that we sort of work on those things and uh, help uh, other people, other companies, to sort of come up with those opportunities. Yeah, so like people like me that are doing our own startups and that we we are pretty much wanting investment. Um, we'll probably go around. Uh, I'll probably go around London trying to get investment for. I few my own startups down the road, but as an investor, what I'm I'm would like to really in, interested to know is what makes you decide what startups to invest in. What is your key key criteria? Well, I, I think there are a couple of things that uh, usually investors say that you know they look at the uh, look at the team, they look at the idea, they look at uh, uh, look at the traction uh, and so forth. Uh, and I think um, a lot of times for me. The traction is the thing mm-hmm. that uh, have you really um, proven that there is a need in the market for whatever you're doing. Yeah. So even even you might have a great idea and you might have a great team, but then if no one really cares about your idea and you're not willing to go and talk with the customers and uh, and and get really to the bottom of uh, of understanding what is really the problem that should be solved. Sure. And and that's really. If they have some traction, even if they have some traction that, you know, they, they can bring, they can say that, okay, these 10 people, they love it. They absolutely love it. And, and that's, that's great. Uh, I think it was, uh, uh, someone just said that, uh, it's better to have those 10 or hundred people to love your product than, uh, have mil- a million people that sort of like it because the, that's yeah. the core group that will be actually driving your, your growth in the early stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's often the hardest thing to prove is traction, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the thing that this is this is the thing that either you have or you don't, and uh, it makes sense that investors need to see traction. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, you know, then when you go into into when you when I'm looking, okay, they have the have some kind of traction. Okay, do they have really have a team that uh, makes things happen? Uh, do they you know, work together really well? Uh, do they have the right background or the, can they get the right people to join? Uh, so that becomes really important after that. Uh, but, but a lot of times um, I think startups are, are, are looking into the, the team aspect too much at the early stages so that they can say, okay, we have a great team, but the, so, so does the hundred other startups have a great team usually. And uh, and unless you're someone really well known or ha- have done a startup before that has been really successful, it's really hard to know if you have a background, if you have an Oxford degree or if you've worked in five startups that haven't really gone anywhere. Yeah, it's hard to know that you know. Do you really have a good team? So I fr- that's why I usually look at the traction first, and then is this the right team to do exactly this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and um, sometimes what I'm finding is that. The team that I'm trying to build is always some some of the best people I know, but sometimes they're really busy as well. So it's like, how much <laughs> do I want to just have like 
a face on the on the on the team as as an actual person that's actually doing something a lot. So it's uh, it's and, and it's, it's just a shortage of talent out there. I find as well, just a real, real top talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a huge issue. I think uh, all over, you know, even if you look at uh, UK or Finland or Sweden or Hungary, wherever, uh, that's the huge issue. That you know, it's hard to get people that really know their stuff and can, uh, and and then a lot of uh, what I think is a really big mistake mistake is that a lot of uh, startups start thinking that okay, if we get funding, we can outsource a lot of the things, but then. It's hard to if when when you're still sort of learning and iterating your product, if you're outsourcing that work to someone else, then you are not learning. And uh, and when you need to iterate the next round, you need to pay the other guy again. So you so early on, it's really important f- for me as an investor that the, the team is uh, is committed uh, to to making it happen and and is committed to, to the work so that uh, so that they can make it as a team without sort of spending all the money that we or someone else invests in them into uh, hiring uh, consultants who do the, the actual work. Sure, sure. Okay. So the, the um, what was it that gave you the, the idea for Miss Tolma again the, to fill a gap in the market? Well, there are, obviously there are lots of... Uh, Lots of investors, there are lots of uh, accelerators around the world. Uh, but what we saw was that, uh, uh, especially at the time, so Nestle was founded in 2013, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the big companies were were uh, uh, laying off their innovation departments, their R&D, and, uh, and sort of uh, cutting down costs. And uh, at the same time, uh, we saw that the startups, uh, the startup market is, is growing like, like uh, like never before, and and we saw that you know the, these two entities can help each other. The startups can bring in the innovations and the agility and the new ways of thinking and working to the big companies, and at the same time, the big companies can provide sort of the resources and uh, and the market access. And so, so I we didn't see anyone really doing that. So there, uh, there are <laughs> lots of uh, great. Accelerators like Y Combinators and uh, TechStars and 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 SeedCamp and and all that, but uh, but at the time there was really no sort of comprehensive approach to to really connecting the uh, the startup space and the the corporations and and so so we built a very sort of productized model so that the corporations can understand that so it's easy for them to add. Um, to, to to take that in but at the same time it's uh it's something that really pushes the startups to uh to 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 make business uh, mm-hmm. uh and uh, and really to to find out the real customer needs and and really to make the deals with the uh with, with, with the corporations or the banks so the corporates investing or just using the services well most of the time what happens is that the 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 corporations they they make deals with the startups for for using their technology, mm-hmm. using their products. Uh, actually, in very few cases, uh, uh, they've actually invested into the startups. So wh- what happens is that we usually tend to work with the the business uh, uh, in the in the bank or the corporations that that need to serve a specific customer need in in their business. So, and then usually the companies have their their corporate venture capital arm 
which is a separate thing and and uh, we work with them uh to an extent but uh but it's not the uh not the key target for for us uh because we see that there's a we want the startups to be able to access the market uh through the corporations or the bank and and, and serve the customers there yeah that sounds, that sounds really exciting work you're doing and uh, must be must be fun and fulfilling work as well yeah i, I mean if you if you look at the uh, uh uh, sort of being able to really make that collaboration happen, so it's it's a it it's it's really exciting because that's uh, um, there there are so many business opportunities and but also uh, more than anything else there is uh, there's so much value that the startups and the uh, banks can create together something that they wouldn't be able to do to by themselves so it's uh it's very it's, it's a lot of fun uh but uh, it's a it's a lot it's a very exciting uh, to to be part of that mm-hmm. so is most of your work in clients based in in um in uh finland um actually uh we we uh tend to work outside of finland more and more uh so for example, the big uh, programs that we've done uh, in the past, for example, with the Nordea Bank, which is the biggest bank in the Nordics, uh, we've worked with them in uh, Finland, Sweden, and Norway. And uh, and right now we have uh, have a program uh, with uh, with a big Hungarian bank, OTB Bank, uh, uh, that started three weeks ago. So I love Hungary, by the way. Any excuse to go yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place. I I just uh, went there uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm really hoping to go back there uh, very soon. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's it's like places like that. I I mean, in um, if you look at their portfolio, uh, we have about forty companies in our portfolio right now, and uh, they're from uh, I think eleven or twelve different countries, and uh, so most of them are outside of Finland or the Nordics. Well, um, what about um, the UK? UK, we have um, um, currently. I think we have one or two. You actually met uh, uh, Smart Calling uh, uh, in, or you saw Mar- Smart Calling in uh, in in the Finnovate com- conference, uh, and so t- they're they're one of the uh, the UK based uh, startups. Yeah, the, the Smart uh, Calling is really exciting. Uh, yeah, we're going to have CG on soon here as well. <laughs> okay, excellent. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. So. Uh, but 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 other than that, so for example, looking at the uh, uh, what we do right now in Hungary, uh, there are a couple of startups from India. Uh, there's uh, there are some, of course, from Hungary, but then there are from Poland, from uh, from from lots of different places, Netherlands, and so so we we uh, we we just want we always want to uh, get the best startups for that particular case from wherever they come. And I think that's one of the strengths that we have is that uh, we, I think, I was I was I was crunching some numbers uh, um, a couple of months ago, and and I think that we've got uh, applications from 55 countries uh, so far. So it's a, it's a very international nice. crowd, and and that 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 is what 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 makes it really work is that you you get the startups from various different backgrounds, cultures, uh, countries, so that you really have the best of the uh, uh, best startups for that particular case and uh, it, it, it's been working really nicely mm-hmm. so, what's, so what's really interesting for me and I'm sure my audience is, is that you've sort of came from a, a technical background a coding background and you've sort of mm-hmm. evolved into this businessman 
Mm -hmm. So uh, do, you, do you miss well, the coding or do you still do the coding or? Well, um, I, I actually, if not on a daily basis, but uh, I, I, I keep coding as a, as, as a hobby. Okay. So, uh, so um, I, lately I've been doing some, uh, um, I know you, you, you talk a lot about JavaScript and, uh, and, uh, and using that. And so I've been, I've been learning, uh, obviously I've been using JavaScript for, for ages, but not really deep down. So I, I'm, uh, I've been, I've been doing, as a hobby, I've been doing a lot of, uh, sort of learning, you know, what, what, what are the frameworks available and, uh, yeah. and how, how, how the, uh, ECMAScript 6 is changing things. And, but that's, that's, that's all, uh, sort of sort of non-professional interest so mm -hmm. that I just want to know what's happening and, uh, and sort of keep, keep up to date with the, uh, latest things. Yeah. That's that. Is it, is it front end JavaScript or is it back end JavaScript you're, you're focusing on? Uh, I, my, what I have done earlier, I, I, it was all front end, but, mm -hmm. uh, but lately I've been go checking out, uh, uh, um, no JS and uh, Express JS and, and mm. stuff like that. So, yeah, sort of understanding what the both sides of the uh, equation. One one thing I'm learning now is I'm I'm learning about data science, and I didn't want to learn Python. So when Google came out with Deep Learn JS, I started a, a London meetup for Deep Learn JS, which I'll try and mm -hmm. host, get a sponsor in the next few months. But it's like uh, I've been doing front end development for about ten years, and. I, I get a bit tired of all the different frameworks you have to sort of keep up to date with and stuff, and yeah. and I'm I'm trying to just focus more on data science. But I, will, I do I do want to I do want to look at Vue Vue.js because that was that was quite cool as well. I think. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, and and, and this um, so so my my background way back was uh, was in uh, sort of data science like uh, like programming and, uh, and and just recently I did. Um, uh, sort of a certification course for for Microsoft uh, sort of data science certification, huh. uh, just just for the fun of it, just to understand you know what's happening in data science and machine learning and artificial intelligence right now, and so so go really into that and 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 do a lot more. Uh, so I have a background in Python as well, so so go li really much more deeper into that and uh, and try to understand because and, and sort of the professional interest there is that of course we are getting a lot more data science or artificial intelligence machine learning startups um, because obviously it's a it's a huge huge area regardless if you're a bank or uh, or some other type of corporation so and just to understand you know what's available because if you look at uh, IBM Watson or or the uh, Microsoft uh, machine learning uh, environments or or, or spark uh, or, or, or whatever there are so many things happening right now, and, and sometimes I felt that it's hard to know that what are these guys actually doing themselves, and what's really uh, easy to uh, replicate into ours. So I, I just needed to have that that as well, and uh, and so th that was a lot of fun just to look into sort of what's the process like uh, for sort of modern day tools and uh, and what it what does it require, what kinds of competences and. Uh, what are the uh, opportunities that uh, you can sort of low-hanging fruits that you can you can uh, uh, take from the existing frameworks or or tools, and uh, what are the things that are sort of missing, and, and uh, where the startups should be f focusing their efforts right now? Yeah, we had a data scientist Estelianos uh, on here a couple of a couple of episodes ago. He's mm -hmm. um 
obviously one of the London experts in data science, and we're actually we did a presentation a few weeks ago where we talked about data science for non-technical people, and then we're doing another event in London in May. Um, okay. And I'm gonna, I want to be doing more events as well. I'm going to be doing a, an event myself with um, some some of the people from Webpack uh, in Munich, where I'll also be talking about building software teams. So for me, events are okay. quite an exciting future for myself. Uh huh. Yeah. And you know, it, I think that's re really important. I, I think every one of us should be looking into uh, into those kinds of areas. So when I'm talking with the, with the corporations, for example, I, I think the uh, there there needs to be much more executive understanding, business understanding on how to use uh, the machine learning tools, or or what what are the business opportunities that you can get from uh, from from uh, from the uh, even the sort of the uh, older machine learning tools or sort of the newer uh, deep learning yeah. uh, artificial intelligence stuff because i, th I think there there's a, there, there are a lot of things that right now just stay in the uh, sort of the uh, engineer's uh, desk but the uh, but the top management doesn't really know how to use those from the business perspective yeah exactly and i mean if you, if you look at finnovate how many companies were thrown around terms like machine learning and ai and how many people mm -hmm. on the conference actually know <laughs> fun fundamentals <laughs> exactly. on that? Yeah. E exactly. Yeah. 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 And you know, you know, if it's just the uh, the uh, CIO or CDO or someone like that uh, is looking at that, I, I don't think it's enough. They they need to have a sort of very good understanding in order to have the leadership. And that's why I think the uh, collaboration with the startup is is great because they are sort of they have this agile way of working uh and, and tackling problems that uh don't have the legacy pro le legacy component and so so the, the top management is looking very uh they're they're really interested in looking at sort of what are the startups doing so that's one way for them to learn how can you really employ the uh the latest uh machine learning or artificial intelligence into the the business in order to uh uh, bring in more value, but uh, but but of course other things are, are much needed uh, in order to uh, really take advantage of the different things. Yeah, I do. I've worked in startups and and corporates, and I really enjoy telling the startups how much benefit they have from being so fast and agile. And I do try and give them, mm -hmm. you know, anonymous examples of what can happen <laughs> as things grow <laughs> and how things can slow down and just like yeah. Yeah, like not like using Excel documents for for like you know scrums and all that kind of stuff. You know, just and exactly, support yeah. IE and <laughs> cool. So you're obviously doing really well right now. And do you have any idea where you're gonna, where your company wants to be in two to five years time? Well, um, I, I think there's a lot of work uh, to be done uh, in in the area. Um, uh, and 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 at the same time, I think our 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 goal is to uh, introduce more and more startups to this, but also more and more investors, so that uh, we, we would get other uh, investors co-invest into the startups and sort of open open up the uh, deal flow that we have to uh, to the good investors that can uh, be sort of beneficial for the startups, but also get the new way of working uh with startups as well uh so so currently what we do is that we 
every time that we when the starters comes in to the program we invest into them and uh, and we have a couple of rounds that we uh, may invest invest more we we right now don't invest in in uh, in a rounds at all or so we we are really early stage but uh, uh, but we always try to find out that do we know anyone in our network uh, that would be beneficial for the startup so that we can get them to go invest and so so those kinds of things I think we will want to uh, um, to to extend that and to scale that to to have even more people to be part of sort of that community okay and I saw I see from your website you, you um, your company's been speaking at quite a few events to help have you um have you been speaking for a while then? We we started to be more active, uh, I think, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, we realized that uh, it's a uh, there there are quite a few things that I think it's important for us to share. Uh, for for example, about the uh, corporate startup co- collaboration, how how to get really get that sort of the hands-on work uh, really get get that done and uh, and real business happen. And, uh, and and so 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 over the past year and continuing this year, we we are uh, uh, we are always eager to uh, to to go and and, uh, and meet new people, new 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 investors, new corporations, new banks, new startups, uh, so that uh, there to, so that there's uh, more of an impact on, on on the things we do. Yeah. So like last week, you stood up in front of you know the hall that could there's quite a lot of people in there that can fit. You know, almost a thousand people. How did you feel standing up in that stage, giving your mm-hmm. talk? Well, um, um, it, I think it's um, so giving a talk like that is uh, is always sort of energizing. Yeah, uh, it, it's great to be able to sort of uh, get everyone's attention and and have have the opportunity to to say because I think, for example, we had the uh, we had the two two startups from the Swoma portfolio. Smart calling and get Jenny uh, on stage as well, and I think it's import really important also for for uh, for us to be able to share share the uh, uh, experience that we've had and the best practices, but also to get exposure to the startups because in the end, uh, of course, we want to uh, the startups to succeed, and uh, and those are really important places that may not be available for them otherwise. Yeah. Okay, well, um, that's been really, really interesting talking to you, Dave. Um, Thank you. Um, when you're in London next, maybe we'll get a chance to, to catch up for a coffee or something like that. Or a, yeah, or a Lebanese. yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thanks for, for inviting us. This has been a very nice talk. Uh, I really, truly enjoyed this. So thanks. Yeah, thanks again. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show. It's uh, people like you that make our show special. So. <laughs> thanks okay um yeah well thanks very much and uh thanks to all our listeners um listening to our show today remember to go on itunes and give us a five-star review always appreciated and we'll see you um soon with more special guests and more from me and ken so have a good a good day everybody thank you